Hi, I'm Annie Miller. I'm a certified personal trainer and transformational macro coach. This is a podcast for those who are interested in improving their health and fitness. And what I've learned along the way is that sometimes that means you'll have to rethink what you thought you knew. This is the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. Hey, welcome to Rethinking Fitness with Annie. Today, I just want to share some thoughts with you that I have been having lately about motivation and momentum. So it seems like a lot of times we kind of have this idea that we need motivation to get us started doing something. Um, You know, starting a new habit, going to the gym, whatever it is, we feel like, oh, I just, I need some motivation. I don't feel very motivated right now. And so I think that that is kind of the key right there is, I don't know about you, but for myself, I notice that that thought that comes right before that is I'm not really feeling the motivation, okay? So what does that tell me is that motivation is more about a feeling. Maybe that's initially how you're using it to get you started, but that feeling kind of comes and goes. So we can't really rely on our feelings to keep us going, right? So I kind of think about it like this. Have you ever signed up for a race? Um, Whether it's like a bike race or a 5K or a triathlon, something like that. If you ever have, then likely you had some feeling when you first signed up like, oh, this is going to be fun. Okay. So these are some of the ways that I hear motivation in my head. I hear myself saying things like, I'm going to do this. Ooh, this sounds exciting. Or like, okay, I'm ready. I've got this. I can do this, okay? Like, it's kind of like this little pep talk you're giving yourself, right? That's kind of like what motivation sounds like to me. So again, it's about a feeling. Um, So I'm just curious, do you have phrases that stick out to you that are kind of like your motivation phrases? Um, Maybe ask yourself that. What are some phrases or what am I thinking or feeling that I'm kind of like that leads to that motivation? And then noticing that that motivation, that feeling of, oh, or thought, maybe I should go sign up for this race, that excitement that comes up with it, that is that feeling of motivation, that that excitement is that feeling, right? So you have this excitement, oh, I'm going to do this race, it's going to be so fun, probably it's going to be really hard, but I'm, you know, I'm going to do this. And so the cool thing about signing up for something like a race is that you had this initial excitement to sign up for it and then it helps you build momentum to keep going because typically speaking if you're going to sign up for some type of race you know that means you're going to have to do some training to get you ready for it so for me that's kind of what I'm noticing is there's this feeling of motivation that feeling that thought of like oh this is an exciting something And then there's momentum and momentum is what keeps us moving forward. So it's not really the motivation. The motivation, maybe that feeling gets us excited and helps us start, but it's the momentum that keeps us moving forward. So a few years ago, I was riding road bikes a lot. And when I very first, when I got my first road bike and I got my first pair of clips, if you've ever ridden a road bike before, then you know Um, you clip your shoes, you wear cycling shoes and you clip your shoes into these pedals. And so your feet are essentially locked in place. Okay. You can just wear regular shoes and use regular pedals, but like to help you be more efficient on a road bike, ideally you have these cycling shoes and these cycling clips. And so I remember a long, for a long time, I was nervous about trying those cycling clips because I was like, 
it just looks like I'm going to fall over. And I was talking to my husband who was really big into cycling as well at the time. And he said to me, he's like, yeah, you will, you're going to fall over. And I was like, oh, well then I don't want to, I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun. I don't want to tip over on a bike. And he's like, no, it's okay. You'll just do it once. And then you're going to learn to put your foot down. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. And, and so we practiced some before I set off on my own, you know, practice me clipping and unclipping my shoes. Um, but this is what I noticed is that once you figured that out, it's easy to clip in and then to keep your feet locked into those shoes. That's easy, right? But if I stop and I unclip, then I have to hurry and put my foot down so I don't tip over, which I did, by the way. My, I only, thus far, hopefully, still, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been on a road bike, honestly, guys. So I may fall over again the next time that I get on. But that is true. I learned pretty dang quickly that I just got to get my foot out so that I don't tip over. Um, because I was riding and things were going great and I had my feet clipped in and I was feeling super confident. And then I had to slow down around a corner and then I ended up having to stop because there was a guy that was running the other direction. And anyway, I don't remember all the things, but I do remember that just as the guy ran past me, I tipped over on my bike. And so I was super embarrassed and I was uh, fine. I kind of scraped my knee a little bit, but it was mostly my pride that was bruised. So anyway, the analogy there is that once I figured that part out, right, once I figured out how to clip my feet in, continuing to go, that momentum that kept me going, that's easy. But starting and stopping, that's what's hard. And so when you're relying on just that feeling for that motivation, just feeling excited about something, feeling like, okay, I gotta make a change. When you're relying just on that feeling to keep you going, you're probably going to be doing a lot of the stopping and the starting. And so if instead you can think about the momentum, so what are the some of the things that you can do to build momentum? And I think that that's gonna look different for everyone and it's gonna depend on what you're doing. So again, if you signed up for a race, maybe the momentum that keeps you going is that you have a race coming up. So you've got this end goal in sight and you're like, well, if I stop riding my bike, that race is going to feel really, really long. That's going to be pretty painful. Like I could probably still do it, but it'd go a lot better if I rode my bike beforehand or if I ran or whatever it is, right? And so you have some momentum going because you've been out riding and you keep going, right? And then what happens sometimes is that then this event comes and you finish the event and maybe you even felt super great. And then some people are like, I'm gonna sign up for my next one, right? They have that, that feeling again, that motivation is that feeling of this was exciting, I enjoyed this, I'm gonna do it again. But that momentum is what's going to get you from race to race, so to speak. So think of ways that you can create momentum in your life. So maybe for you, you need momentum to go to the gym. So what could that look like? Something that I think is beneficial is for myself anyway, setting certain days of the week that I just know I'm gonna go to the gym. Like there's no if, ands, or buts, I'm gonna go to the gym. And setting that up for myself helps keep that momentum going. Like this is just what I do. And so you just follow through on that, right? You keep that promise that you've made to yourself. You have that integrity. So you keep going, you don't stop. Because what happens if you have made a great habit out of going to the gym and then you stop, if you've ever done that, which like 
probably a lot of us have, um, then what you notice is it's hard to get back into that, right? Again, we had this motivation to start something and then we stopped and it's hard to start again. But if you keep going, then it just starts to become part of who you are and what you do. And so when those habits become part of who you are and what you do, that's just what you do, right? So it might sound kind of silly or kind of simplistic, but I think that there's truth in that. So you are like, okay, I wanna start a new habit of drinking a gallon of water a day or whatever it is. Maybe there's like some initial excitement or some thoughts that go through it, but I think that that's partially why things fizzle out for us so quickly is because sometimes maybe we're setting the bar slightly too high to be able to keep the momentum going. So for example, if you think about that 100 ounces of water, maybe that's going to sound like a lot to you. Maybe it's not. But if you're someone who is only ever drinking, you know, maybe like that 16.9 fluid ounces or whatever it is of like a small disposable water, if that's kind of like your water consumption in a day, but all of a sudden you had this feeling of like, oh, I should drink more water. I'm gonna drink 100 ounces. So there's this feeling of motivation behind it. And then it's like, oh wow, actually 100 ounces, a lot of water. And I'm going to the bathroom all the time, which is normal, you will. And then your body gets used to it and you won't use the bathroom so much. Um, You know, you'll probably still use it more throughout the day and that's not a bad thing. But anyway, the point is maybe instead of saying, Instead of saying, I need to drink 100 ounces a day of water, maybe instead have your goal be 60 ounces of water. So I think that setting smaller goals for yourself can help break up that momentum to break it into smaller bite-sized chunks so that you can keep the momentum going. Because again, it's going to be much easier for you to keep going rather than start and stop and start and stop. So think of some ways to create momentum in your life. So I'm gonna give you a couple of quick tips, but I also just kinda want you to be thinking for yourself, what are some ways I can create momentum for myself? So the first strategy that I wanna talk about for creating momentum is actually just learning about it, okay? So what I mean when I say that is if you have something that you wanna do, I'm gonna go back to a race, but it could be anything. Whatever it is you wanna do, learn about it. If you're not quite prepared to do the race, then learn about the race. Find out where the location is, find out how far the distance is, and find out about the course, find out about the location, how many aid stations are there going to be? How long are you going to need to potentially train for it? And maybe if you are wanting to start something like going to the gym, but you don't really know where to start, you can, again, start by researching it. What gym is close to you? Read about that gym. Read about some of the equipment that's available with it. Maybe even research could look like talking to some people that go to that gym and what do they like about it? What don't they like about it? So learning about whatever it is that you're looking to build motivation and momentum for. What excites or encourages you about that thing? What is it about going to the gym or doing a race or drinking water or whatever the habit is that you're trying to start? What is it about that that excites you? And then spend some time researching it, learn about it. The second tip would be to use a timeline. So rather than having an idea and just kind of letting that idea die out, set a timeline for yourself. 
So maybe, again, we're going to go back to this race example. You can set something up for yourself like, okay, I'm going to decide by Monday the 12th or something like that, that I'm going to do this race. So sometimes for things like races, there's probably a timeline anyway. You may get some type of early bird discount or something like that for opting in early. And so giving yourself some type of a timeline Maybe if you decide you want to be a person who is great at meal planning, then you can give yourself a timeline for that. Give yourself the date. I will meal plan every Monday at 12 p.m. or whatever it is. And then what does meal planning need to look like for you? Write out the menu, grocery shop, whatever it is. So using a timeline for yourself can help you keep that momentum going. Um, And then the third tip is actually just this mantra that I used a lot last year especially, um, but it still feels pretty true to me. So action feels better than inaction. It can be really easy to sit in a place of inaction, even though maybe there's some discomfort. You're kind of like thinking through everything. Oh, I don't know. I could do this or I could do this. And you're just kind of going back and forth and back and forth. Just make a small choice and take action on that choice. Making some type of choice and taking action is going to feel so much better to you than sitting there in that feeling of inaction. It would be better for you to move forward and take action and do something rather than just continuing to sit in that place of inaction and uncertainty. So you're going to find out pretty quickly what's going to work well for you or not. And you can kind of use like the scientific method approach to this. So you have your hypothesis and you're going to test it out. And it's okay if it doesn't work the first time for you. But the chances are that the actions that you are taking are going to make it easier for you to keep taking action. So remember, it's easier to keep your bike going than it is to clip and unclip your shoes all the time. And sometimes you are going to tip over or fall off the bike, but you get back up as quickly as you can um, because most of the time, if you made the wrong choice or whatever, it's just your ego that's bruised. And what's going to make you feel better is getting on the bike again and keeping that momentum going on the bike again. So just to kind of recap that for you really fast, just remember motivation is really more about a feeling. That might be what initially gets you started, but momentum is what's going to keep you going. So keep the momentum going. And some ways that you can keep momentum going is by researching it, learning about the habit or skill that you want to improve, that's some kind of timeline for yourself, and then take action on the timeline. And again, remove emotion. Remove emotion from that action. You don't need to judge yourself about it being right or wrong or good or bad. Just take action, use the scientific method approach to test out your hypothesis. Was it, did this work? Were these the results that you thought you were going to get? Or did you get some other type of results from taking those actions? You're not going to know unless you try. Remember to keep that momentum going and it's going to be so much easier for you to continue a habit than it is to start and stop and start and stop. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions or you would like to reach out for coaching, I'm always available at rethinkingfitnesswithannie at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a really great day.